Welcome to the Career Zone podcast, where each episode we spend a few minutes focusing on something that's on students' minds right now. I'm your host, Ray, an employability and careers consultant with the University of Exeter. And you can catch up with all of our series, keep up with all our regular releases by doing those subscribing and following things. We're on iTunes and Spotify. I'm really pleased on this episode of the Career Zone podcast to be joined by Romy and Connor, who are two students from the Enactus Society. So, Romy, can you tell me a little bit about what your involvement at Enactus is? Hello, I am project lead for a project called Grow. We are a fairly small project. There's about six of us and we work alongside charity partners in Cambodia to develop climate resilient community gardens in primary schools. Our aim is to provide the local communities with a more sustainable food source whilst incentivising school attendance. So our whole focus is on climate change and children's learning, really. Wow, this sounds amazing. And how about you, Connor? Yeah, my name's Connor. I'm also a project leader, but I I study philosophy primarily. And I'm the, the project lead for the BLM Action for Change project. And as part of what Enactus is all about is basically supporting young people to engage in, in social action and social enterprise. And it's looking to develop these sort of entrepreneurship and leadership skills. So I took that basically and, and co-led a project last year. Now I'm the sole project leader to create BLM Action for Change, where we try to create a more racially aware and empathetic future. And we're trying to do that effectively through offering racial training to businesses as well as workshops and schools as about to how to overcome uh, the barriers that racism can present to secondary school children. Wow, such important social issues that your projects are working on. And you've said that as part of um, Enactus, it's helping you develop these projects as social enterprises. Robbie, can you explain a little bit more about actually what Enactus is? Yep, so Enactus is a society run through the university. There's actually Enactus projects all over the world. And effectively, we were given a list of sustainable development goals that were set by the United Nations. And each project sort of focuses on a handful of these goals. So I think Enactus's main aims are, quite broadly speaking, to end poverty fight inequality and to tackle climate change. So that was kind of where we started. And from that, we've branched off and made teams and projects that hopefully tackle some of these issues. Sounds like really important goals that you've got there in Enactus. And my understanding is that the way in which you tackle those issues and and address those goals is by developing social enterprises and enterprising behaviour, being entrepreneurial, which is all linked to EntreComp that we're all about in the career zone, which is all about how can you use your skills and use your competencies to add and create value for other people. So I don't know, Connor, could you maybe tell us a bit more about how entrepreneurship fits into Enactus's aims in terms of addressing these global issues? Yeah, with pleasure. So Enactus tries to give that platform to provide those links and to create that kind of space where you're looking towards not only developing your project, but also developing yourself. So you're given a set of goals, like Romy mentioned, uh, whether it be the UN Sustainable Goals or 
a type of idea that gives you the drive and passion to work towards. And you basically said, tasked with effectively, here are all the tools, here are all the connections, here's opportunities to get funding, and then go and try and, and make an impact and solve, or at least work towards solving this kind of problem. And it's through that sort of drive and that sort of working together where you're going to try and employ and develop the kind of entrepreneurial skills you may or, or may not have. So I think for me, Enactus serves as, as a good medium for trying to basically act upon the entrepreneurial skills that you may want to develop. So you might want to come into it as a learning experience or that you actually already develop and you want to hone in onto and actually put into practice. Amazing. And Robbie, could you maybe tell us a bit about how your project grew, how it came about and what you've developed in the way of skills from having worked on it? So I actually wasn't involved in creating this project. I joined about three months in, but I think the reason it was developed is just that our project lead had an idea and went away and sort of researched it and felt really inspired by the cause. And then as did I three months later when I reached out to an actress to get involved in one of their projects because I really liked sort of what they did. And that's how I got involved. So this was last December. Most of last year, I was fundraising, which was quite difficult to do during COVID. But actually, I think the fact that it was more challenging has probably pushed me harder to sort of be a bit more resourceful and sort of look for alternative ways of doing things. Since then, I think since about March, I've taken over as project lead, which was quite daunting. And I was quite nervous about to begin with. But I attended a workshop over the summer run by Enactus UK and it was a lot of presentations and speaking to people I didn't know and stuff like that and it's massively developed my confidence meaning now that I've taken on a bit of a bigger team I feel much more comfortable leading. It sounds like you've really grown in confidence as you've been working on this project and I suppose something that I'm interested in is this idea of whether you actually saw yourself as being a kind of entrepreneurial person beforehand or whether this is something that that's kind of emerged as you've got more involved in the project. For me, I didn't see myself as an entrepreneur. I did actually have an entrepreneurial module in first year and I remember giving a presentation and I think I said about three words. I was terrified but it's always something that I've wanted to get better at. And I know obviously university is the sort of place to do that because obviously you can't really get it wrong at this stage. And an actress, you know, it's sort of one of those things that you're doing in your own time and for the benefit of other people. So it's quite nice to just put yourself out there. So I'd say now I probably do consider myself a bit of an entrepreneur just because I now know I can. Wow, it sounds like the sort of safe, supportive environment that you've experienced has enabled you to have quite a shift in, kind of a shift in identity, actually, which is quite an interesting thing. Connor, how about your project? How did that come about? And how did your involvement in it come about? Yeah, it's, it's an interesting story. So we, I say we, so the, the team I was part of at Grand Challenges, we started it in the July 2020. We were tasked initially with sort of fighting fake news. So we went to the policy side and of basically grand challenges. And we wanted to try and fight fake news about the BLM movement that was, and rightly so, very pertinent at the time. And uh, we're a group, we're about maybe six or seven students. One was from the US 
And then basically we carried on, we went through the week and we eventually got up to the stage where we were trying to basically come up with statistics and came up with responses about the current situation and the level of understanding that people of the BLM movement in relation to the BLM movement had. And we eventually enjoyed it so much and we came out as a, as a top policy team in that week and we wanted to carry on. So I think maybe six of the students of the seven, we carried on and then a couple flaked off and we became eventually through getting in touch with Anactus and getting some new members on board, a solid team of five. And basically four of those were with me in the Grand Challenges week and an extra one was uh, got to Anactus and we were with Anactus for that whole year. And we, like Rami, also had struggles getting funding, but we managed to get funding from the university and some Enactus partner competitions, which was fantastic. And we just carried it through from there. So I've only ever met, of the original couple members, I've only ever met one in person, which is a shame and a, a consequence of the pandemic. But we've since gathered new members into the team now. We're about seven and been able to meet them, which has been fantastic as well. But it all came from common cause, a common belief in the fight against racism. And then we took it from there. Sounds like a really amazing way to find people who have got a really strong shared values basis and then work with those people towards like a shared aim where you're feeling like you're actually having an impact on the world. Do you think that's the kind of role of of social enterprise? Is it about having that impact on the world? Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, exactly as Romy was saying, you know, it's, it's looking at those goals and it's uh, looking at sort of what can be done and how you can make an impact towards that. So Enactus especially is all about beneficiaries. It's about making that impact, about finding that one person through your project that you can help, that you can help them break a barrier, whether that's talking about setting up these sustainable gardens that Romy mentioned, or whether it's trying to give them the employability skills or the uh, racial awareness of how to basically either stop any racist tendencies taking place in their own life or in the workplace or in a scholarly environment or being able to surpass them themselves. So I think the main thing about social enterprise is finding that goal and finding that one person that you can help through that as well. And then you develop not only your project to help that, but yourself along the way. Yeah, it seems particularly striking, this kind of multiple benefit that's happening for yourself for the world, for the people involved in your project, and the really impressive kind of skill set that clearly you're developing as you're working on these. So it's been totally amazing to hear about your experiences and hear about your projects. If people have been listening to this and feeling inspired, maybe they've got an idea of their own, or maybe they're thinking, wow, I really want to find out more about GROW or about the BLM project, what can they do? I mean, Anactus is very easy to find online. Anactus Exeter has a website, a Facebook page, an Instagram. All our projects have tons of social media as well as emails. So I would say just because I mean, what I did was at the end of first term in my second year, which is a very random time to join a society. I just reached out to the project lead of Anactus and just said, I want to get involved what can I do? And he put me in contact with whoever and here I am. 
I love that idea that you've just told us about, Rumi, where it's like you don't necessarily do something at what you think would be the right time. But if you do it with the right attitude and with the right intention and the right openness, which is all that kind of entrepreneurial behavior. So even though you didn't see yourself as an entrepreneur at that time, you were acting in that way. And like you say, that's what's got you here. It's it's so nice to hear that story. And I do hope that other people will think, yeah, you you don't have to wait till theoretically the right time. You don't have to think, I'll do it at the start of next year. Actually, if you're keen and you're interested, you can just do it now. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for both coming and telling us about your projects. Is there anything else that you'd like to sort of let students know about or think that we haven't covered yet in this conversation? You know, I'll just say, again, it's been a pleasure to be here with, with you, Ray, and, and you, Romy, and to hear about how you came into an actus as well. And I would just say, well, I've got a bird screaming behind me. Um, <laughs> I just like to say that it's that first step that you take and that immediately makes you into that entrepreneurial mindset. So like Romy did with reaching out to Project Leads, if you reach out to me or to the BLM page, so we've got an Instagram, which is BLM underscore action, and you want to get involved and you want to share your ideas, we look for passionate people and other projects and other almost work opportunities or internships look for that passion. So I think if you act upon that passion, that'll be the key in starting any form of entrepreneurial journey that you'd like to. Brilliant. Super top tips there. There will be links in the episode descriptor on Spotify and iTunes, wherever you're listening to this. So if you want to follow up about anything that Romy and Connor have just been talking about, you can click onto those. And Connor, thank you for being so entrepreneurial to manage to do this interview, even with birds squawking in the background. It's really, really appreciated. It's been wonderful to have both of you here as guests today. My pleasure, my pleasure. Thank you. Oh, the bird squawked on cue. And the birds I love as well. <laughs> this was the Career Zone podcast, brought to you by the University of Exeter Career Zone. You can find this series on iTunes and Spotify, so do subscribe and follow us to keep up with our regular releases. And we would love to hear from you. So if there is something on your mind, then share your thoughts or questions on Instagram at UOE Career Zone or at UOE Cornwall Career Zone or Twitter at UOE Careers. Hashtag Career Zone podcast and we'll follow up in one of the next episodes. Finally, of course, you can find out more information about all the support we offer at exeter.ac.uk slash careers.